The following audio may contain coarse language and other material that may not be suitable for a younger audience. Viewer discretion is advised. Also, we may spoil anything and everything, so you have been warned. Hello and welcome to the Movie Gang Podcast. I'm your host, Jack Newman, and I'm joined with a bevy of beautiful lads, beautiful boys. Oh, this week, I, I was almost there. Bevy oh, of beautiful Christ. boys. It sounds like a. Uh, uh, we're not going to go there. <laughs> My all male sex harem. Okay. Uh, yeah. This week it's Trevor Flynn and Sean Salise. How are you guys? Oh, I'm good, Feeling man. Busty. It's killing it. Killing it like I always do. Yeah, that was an awkward intro. Okay. <laughs> Let's just roll. Let's just roll. It's an awkward intro for an awkward fucking movie. No, <laughs> I'm just... being sincere. I'm actually putting on weight, so I'm starting to notice, you know, some, fuck, some chest coming fuck, in. Fuck, so. no, 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 Big fuck you. Big fuck you. <laughs> just big fuck you. All right. <laughs> this week, we review, we're going to review Jumanji Welcome to the Goddamn Jungle. That's the official title. Welcome um, to the Goddamn Jungle. <laughs> on a place Four high school kids. I, Again, we don't actually hate it. I don't think we all we hate it. This is an, <coughs> this is an interesting take. Okay, well, we're going to get there. Four high school kids discover an old video game console and are drawn into the game's jungle setting, literally becoming the adult avatars they chose. What... <laughs> <laughs> what they discover is that you don't just play Jumanji, you must survive it <laughs> to beat the game and return to the real world. They'll have to go on to the most just dangerous stop. adventure of their lives, discover what Alan Parrish left 20 years ago, and change the way they think about themselves, or they'll be stuck in the game forever. Stakes are high, motherfuckers. You oh, don't know. <laughs> I mean, it is. I will say the stakes are like child murder. So, like. <laughs> well, we don't actually know that. We don't know like what happens yeah, to anyone. Yeah. I, well. <laughs> all right. So, uh, Brown thing. Uh, this is this is a sequel. This is if you didn't know that there's a, this is a sequel to a movie. It's a sequel is to it? the Robin Williams Jumanji. Yeah, it is a literal sequel. To it says it on and says it on Box Office Mojo, and if it says Whatever. it there. <laughs> Uh, which the Robin Williams sequel again uh, is, you know, kind of like a, it was kind of this weird thing. It was kind of more known at the time for being essentially like about how do I put this? Like kind of the CG of the animals and kind of like the animal murder and that sort of thing. So it's interesting to see kind of this movie kind of come back and do something like a like kind of quite a bit different. Uh, Am I taking things? And because and, again, it, it's recontextualizing everything, and it's recontextualizing. It's like no one plays board games anymore, and that's established in the first minute of the movie, and that's why this one tries to trick it up, and this one, this uh, game actually sucks individuals into the game. Uh, but let's talk about the main conceit of the movie: is that you have four kids uh, who are sucked into the game, and then become the literal opposites of themselves, and then have to deal and grow with that. So. Uh, what do you think of it, Trevor? Huh. Uh, it's a it's a great buildings roman. Um, people in high school learn a lot about themselves and <laughs> their, their selves and their their fears and their strengths and their weaknesses. And it's played so great still better than Star Wars: and, The Last Jedi. Yeah. This is not better than Star Wars: The Last Jedi. No, uh, it, no. it totally is. It is literally, so it's literally uh, Tron meets uh, the Breakfast Club. 
And somehow it like manages to pull it off in like a half, you know, convincing way. I thought. Uh, um, I, I love my my girlfriend, even though she made me go see this. But her thing was like, I just think it's interesting having to, you know, the premise of having to deal with, you know, what your avatar was that you put, that you chose, and how that relates to your personality. And I was like, yeah, that is an interesting premise. This movie does nothing with it. So it's a stupid <laughs> comment. No, that's not that's not fair. Like it actually does form the plot around that. Kind of, I, you know, <laughs> as much as it as it could. Look, I, I, okay. Let me let me start with what I think that this movie does well. I don't think it's successful. First off, uh, but you're wrong. The market has proven you wrong. Well, no, no, no. I mean, it is successful. I don't think the movie is successful in the endeavor of being a movie. <laughs> um, but that, my my point is is that like. The concepts and things that it goes into actually are pretty strong from the beginning. I enjoy how the kids are set up. I enjoy the transition of the kids into their other selves and dealing with themselves. And I actually think that the cells that they become are kind of uh, pretty good for that most part. I think Kevin Hart and Jack Black are actually really selling kind of their transformations and enjoying their own oh, yeah. body humor of themselves. And I think they're having a good time. I think Karen Gillum and, and The Rock don't particularly know exactly what to do with themselves in this movie and i think that becomes apparent as time moves on oh I think the rock works. is just so awkward oh my god <laughs> i think that is true i think that, i think that but, is what he is doing <laughs> just being awkward <laughs> which is entertaining enough for a lot of people and i won't say i didn't enjoy him like slobbering all over someone and trying to kiss them like <laughs> that was a great yeah scene. that that was they're, that, they're, like, that Karen it, gillen shot was pretty fucking funny it, that was just it does have its moments yeah and i think that's the thing i think that's the thing this is a great family movie for the holidays and i think that it is actually successfully a good family movie in the regards to that i think it outstays its welcome and is a little too long would be my primary complaint it is a bit long when i had to order a second beer to like get myself through it that's when it becomes a little too long oh my god so here, here's what i'll here's what i'll say like i walked into this, this movie like against my will because uh, my parents wanted to go see it because uh, dwayne johnson and because uh, the rock because because yeah. the rock and and when i started like watching it and it's you know it was like it was watchable man like i i was shocked i was literally shocked i, I think that's maybe that's maybe our expectations are so fucking low for jumanji welcome to the jungle after baywatch like, do you think like, <laughs> yeah so i think i think maybe that's like more than anything like i've been very disappointed over the holidays i really don't like the last jedi it really let me down from well, like and, and oh. I know you want to rant about The Last Jedi. I'm going to cut you Do off. Do not make this about Star Wars, Jack. <laughs> but You said you honestly, had an interesting take on this. If Star Wars is it, I am going to be very disappointed in you. Our culture has made everything about Star Wars. I am forgiven for one. <laughs> oh, my God. So here's what I'll say. Like, I walked into this thing, and like the trailers for this movie were a movie called Sherlock Gnomes. I shit you not. <laughs> And 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 fucking rampage where like where where fucking the rock is fighting like a giant monkey and a giant crocodile and a giant wolf. I'm like, this is gonna be fucking terrible. Um, but for, fortunately, Jumanji was better than it was better than the trailers that preceded it. Um, you know, it had a lot of it, it had problems. High praise, but, high praise. <laughs> But I mean, it was kind of fun, man. Like Kevin Hart and Jack Black, I thought were hilarious throughout. Like I thought they both did really well. Um, 
I will say Kevin Hart's humor worked for me a lot better than Central Intelligence, which was also a vehicle with him and Dwayne Johnson, which we also all tried to go and see like two years ago. So it was better than that. Yeah, I, I think that that I think that that's a good starting point for what this is. And I think that Jack Black's edition actually works really well. I'm yeah. amazed that I like that interpretation. I was sick of, I thought I was going to be sick in five minutes of Jack Black acting like a teenage girl, but it actually worked out really well, especially since the teenage girl had a character arc as Jack Black. Yeah, which is crazy. probably my defense of this movie being better than The Last Jedi. Because <laughs> <laughs> they have character arcs. Okay, I'm done. I'm done, I swear. So, I thought what was cool too is like they, so the whole, the whole thing, them as kids, you know, didn't work for me as well as like once they actually got into the once they got into the video game. Well, yeah, because uh, no one cares about those kids, man. <laughs> like, no. I know they're trying really hard to like give them backstories and make us care, and I'm just like, just fucking take us into the jungle, man. That's that's why I'm, that's why I came to watch the movie. <laughs> like, I want to see The Rock and Karen Gillan. Like, I want my I want my fucking eye candy. <laughs> Um, and then and then we get into the jungle, and it's actually it's pretty good. Like they do like the NPC jokes where you know they're like repeating the same lines over and over again and like the only certain people get to respond to them then i'm like okay that's kind of clever and like the idea of having lives works really well and there was definitely a moment where i'm like oh i kind of miss playing video games like that's good it's bringing back some memories it's probably one of the most high budget well done quote unquote video game movies i've ever seen that's actually yeah, I agree. There's a ton of jokes that like, and that's funny too because the video game jokes play like they play like the the cutscene joke actually made me laugh and I was like yeah, <laughs> and it's and it's more because like they're delivering video game jokes because if I, if it was a quote unquote video game movie that quote unquote did a cutscene joke I'd be like uh low bar guys yeah right but, but having it mixed in the like... context with these people that I don't think play video games on a regular basis like i think it works i think it works oh and, and the best part is that rock is like is like the the expert on the video games and he's like explaining to everyone else like how video games work and i'm like this this makes me so happy yeah. <laughs> um and, I, and that's the other thing is like i feel like this movie completes on doing like having a darkest moment and having each of the characters does have a full fucking like actual arc that does complete like like it's one of those things it's like you know successfully from a screenwriting standpoint this movie ha- is not untight it's not terrible <laughs> it's not tight like uh, it doesn't all land and i think is especially as time moves on and like at the end when the rock and karen gillum are just doing awesome shit like it doesn't really particularly work for me and i'm just like okay now we're just doing awesome stuff yeah. and like the midair like using yeah. the live system to get through it i was like okay this is fine this is fine but it's not the third great. act did like the thing that a lot of hollywood movies do where they go epic third act has to be epic and i was like no that's and, not what this that's, is and that's really the point where it lost the kind of the throughput that they're kids you know what i mean yeah like they just started, yeah, exactly. he just started being the rock which is the, the whole point of his thing is that like he was just the rock at some point yeah well it's an interesting the whole the whole idea of like him going back right where he like is no longer the rock and has to go back to being a kid at the at the end is is an interesting moment and i thought they did that well um because that that kind of gives it like the the stakes oh, yeah. at the end because uh, I didn't really think there were like there were, I didn't think that there were stakes really most of the movie because like the villain is just so like kind of one dimensional and really doesn't do anything, so like that that moment I thought made it kind of like oh, okay there was like some payoff at the end at least a little bit. I'm really trying to figure out how well the original Jumanji did compared to this movie. 
Because I don't think I want to know that. I don't think that's a fact that I need in my brain. Uh, no, no. Okay, so this Jumanji is doing is worldwide has done five hundred nineteen million dollars. Um, so it's domestic has done two hundred forty four million dollars and two hundred seventy five million dollars foreign. Uh, the original Jumanji did two hundred sixty two million dollars worldwide. Uh, wow. So th- this movie made almost as much on just domestic as this movie made as the original Jumanji made worldwide. Um, part of that's the growth of international markets. But no, but like that's the thing is like the split on these is that like this Jumanji is 41% domestic is the total worldwide and the original was only 38%. So the worldwide had a much bigger impact on the initial Jumanji is my point. Oh, well, really? Yeah, like worldwide markets are not totally interested in this movie. It's just doing better. Well, you, it's, I'm trying to figure. It's 1995, it's so I'm trying to find an adjusted, ad, adjusted, an adjusted Jumanji. Good luck with that. Um, no, I'm like, I'm like, I'm actually like really struggling to find this. Like, I know, I'm like, you just made a joke, but it is actually like I have, I actually have someone like, data else. tables on the time period set up. Someone else out there has to care enough about this. No, oh no one cares. The internet's like, fuck you. Um, well, here, here's a, a better serious question. Why do you think Jumanji's doing so well right now? Like, this should have died. Well, here, it has let me... It to do with it being Jumanji. It has to do with it being a Dwayne The Rock Johnson vehicle. <laughs> yeah, well, let's let's put this in perspective, right? So it's, it's like, doing crazy well. Like, it's, it's made more money domestically than Justice League, and it's in, like, the top right. ten highest-grossing movies of the year, and it's, like, only been out in theaters for, like, a couple of weeks. Like, it's, right. uh, you know, what, it made... It made what thirty thirty six million like this last weekend, so that's like insane no, money for this movie. We're making fun of this movie, but this is tracking like big fucking movie market numbers that people will listen to. But like, like how is that different than any other trash hit like Despicable Me or some shit that's like a family good? Like you're saying, hits the family market movie reasonably well tied together. Like I don't understand why this is because like, different the for you. issue thing is that everyone's been clearing out of December, and like now this is the first time that like we have a movie. Movie also being successful in December. Star Wars sucks all the air out of the room and all the air out of the cinemas, and it's just this it's still about do- Star Wars. It's still about no, 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 no. no. Okay, well, hey, hey, this so is not about the last Jedi right. being terrible, <laughs> it, but it is about like this is a change in the trend, and we need to deal with it. And, and the question is, why does Jumanji work where other things have not? Like Baywatch, right? I think just the video game premise is weird as an adaptation no, I as it was. This is, no, that's too big a trend for it to just be something to do with video. You, I want to make this about the original Jumanji, and I think that this you do, movie, and I don't think it has anything no. to do with it. I think you're totally <laughs> like, wrong. I, so, think you're, I think you guys are wrong because I think this is the same thing that happens with nostalgia. I think it's the same thing that happened with like why we had a huge bust up in terms of like uh, we, you know, Robin Williams died, and people are going through his movie catalogs in the last couple of years, and people are really interested in nostalgia. Based properties, and we saw that with like Jurassic Park. Now, this isn't doing Jurassic Park numbers, but it is doing way better than we would have expected it to. And my point is, is that I do think it has more to do with this than it does with fucking the rocks fucking pool. So it's a couple things. It's a couple things. So I I would say that the the counter to your argument is Blade Runner twenty forty nine. Which has like way more nostalgia than Jumanji, which I didn't even no. know existed. No, oh no, no, no. Okay, uh, no, not uh, and it no, made like it no. made no Sean, money. Just that there's no evidence to support that. <laughs> okay, Blade I can accept- is a closeted hit. <laughs> And this is Jumanji is like big for 1995 is big fucking box office draw numbers like that's there's the ten times as many people have seen Jumanji <laughs> as the original Blade Runner. There's no evidence to support that. <laughs> I can see your argument that it's getting a nostalgia bump, 
but it sounds to me like you're I, I don't know. I, I just, it's so weird to think of, like, Jumanji is something people have nostalgia for. No. I don't know. Yeah. I did. I, I, like, I, we talked about this. We talked, I, I would not have seen this movie if it hadn't been Jumanji. Exactly. And that's my point. That it just has the Jumanji name on it, and it doesn't really have much to do with, I don't I, I guess it does. No, it doesn't. So it's no, a couple, it it's a couple it, things. But, like, I feel like it's, it's targeting a bunch of different bases, and it does it well. Like, it, it's getting, like, kind of the, maybe, like, the, the video game, or, like, the superhero movie fan base, because it's, like, kind of a video game movie, and there's probably crossover there. Like it's gonna get the rocks fan base, and then it's also getting like the family friendly fan base, and it like it's hitting like those three demographics in a family way. Family friendly fan base. <laughs> yeah, the fan like the base people who people go see... just like really love family friendly movies. Well, you can like bring Sorry. your kids to it. Like it's like it's like the Despicable Me fan base, right? Like you know, you can go yeah, take your family. And especially in a year with like a darker, with like a kind of a darker Star Wars, if you know what I mean. Like I, no, I, I don't. Like, I don't know what you mean, Jack. <laughs> Quit saying mean? things with Star Wars in them that don't make any. <laughs> okay, you know what? I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to hear this from you, bud. I'm just saying Star Wars. I'm actually like, no, like, calm the fuck down because I'm not ranting about Star Wars. Like, we can't escape talking about it. Like, you can't cut I off know. me talking about I know. Star Wars. I know, because it but is a I, huge I, fucking part of like understanding why this movie was successful. I know, but you just called it a darker Star. Okay, but you didn't need to call it a darker Star Wars. You could have just said like a darker family movie. But I don't see that it's dark at all. So I totally failed to dark, understand what you said. It's not dark, but it is darker by comparison to the other fucking Star Wars movies. Like, it's darker I, than The Force Awakens. I, I disagree. <laughs> I it's not. I mean, Rogue One is the darkest. <laughs> like that's fair. But like, yeah, yeah. But this is still like it is like. <laughs> I, I don't find it dark. <laughs> okay, well, I, I, I just find it bad. So maybe I don't know. <laughs> maybe I'm not the maybe I'm not the voice of Star Wars here. I don't know. It was I a dark think, day for me. I also think like the uh, like the Rotten Tomatoes score for this movie like carried it a little bit because I feel like people were wanting to see like how this thing would be, and then when it actually got, I think it's like at a seventy-seven or something, and like when it actually got like a decent score. I think that it's like, oh, okay, like we can, you know, bring people out, like, and you know, probably have a good time watching yeah. it. Well, I guess the the thing that's been interesting to me, and this is what I want to say, is that like I do think traditionally, like movies in December do fairly well because people are home, they need something to go do. It's it's like it's colder outside, so you need an activity. You can't do the same amount. So generally, like the holidays are good times to release movies. Now, with like kind of the way that we've been doing blockbusters recently, it's been sucking all the oxygen out of the room for other movies released alongside them. Now, my point is, is there now room to now have kind of because like there's like a reverse effect where you know, people that don't usually go see movie go pop up and go see the blockbuster movie in December. Is that creating then a reverse effect where now people are thinking about movies and then we're like, oh, I enjoyed that. Let's go see another movie. Is there now like kind of a movie bubble that explodes out in December? And is there room for another existing movie? I I, I think, okay, yes. Jack, I, I, I understand what you're saying now and, yeah. and where and right, it's not. I not think I don't. Yeah, I just don't want to think about it because it sounds like you're saying like everything is going to eventually just all be blockbusters, which I think is like the, the inevitable, like Hollywood. No, no. Corporate, and, and like, and universe that we're heading toward. <laughs> no. And, and I think that's the thing is because like, if you look at it, like, like small production stuff has been expanding. Now this is the question. We just make a lot more content than we used to is the big problem. But like, it's undoubtedly that we've had like a fucking banner year for like small independent movies. Like, you know, like, 
with like last year and this year. Like, I do think that it's like, I I, I agree with you that like, I think the problem is that the like people are only coming out for blockbusters, but in the shadow of that, like it, I do think that like the middle level movie has disappeared. Like the middle class of movies. Yeah. That's, that's what, that was the big deal about a fucking um, oceans 11 guy coming back for Logan lucky. Um, Fucking um, his name, whatever it was. No, I know what you mean. Yeah, you're either you're either doing you're either doing Shape of Water at like 21 million, or you're doing 90 million for Jumanji, which 90 million is that's the issue. Is my point here is like Jumanji is fairly cheap. It's not a 200 million dollar production. Its production budget is 90 million, and it fucking looks it. Yeah, and, but and yet it performs like a blockbuster. It's kind of like the hybrid weird thing that you're saying. Right, they, they had to have spent a ton of money on marketing, though. To be fair, for this movie. No, I agree. I agree. I agree that they probably spent like they pro- they didn't spend Star Wars money, but they spent like close up to it. You know what I mean? Like, I just part of me still wants to like I I can't I can't. You're making an objective point about like where like movies are going and their like if the market is going i just i i'm just sitting here steaming because i can't get over the fact that the subtitle is welcome to the jungle and it's a straight rip from his easy top song <laughs> like i just can't i just can't get over. Uh, like, uh, guns and roses man yeah guns, guns and roses, roses i'm sorry i'm dude, sorry jesus yeah jesus i'm sorry <laughs> no worries i i, I just doesn't validate that, my point i don't know what my point i is. think that here's what i'm gonna say i don't think that welcome to the jumanji is a very interesting film um which is why i've tried to steer the conversation away to discussion about the film and of itself i think it's fine i think it's absolutely it's an absolute fine thing and i and if, if a family wanted to go see this movie i would absolutely fucking recommend it to him i think it's fucking hilarious well i was Just, you know I think, well, and i think from a meta textual level it's fucking hilarious too yeah because i'm gonna go oh, watch this wait. movie again and i'm never gonna see shape of water ever again because it's like you watch That's you, you kind of my point <laughs> like you, you know it's kind of, I just, <laughs> and i like shape of water pro- like i i you know i respect yeah. it for what it was but like this is so much more watchable <laughs> and, and that said i'm still gonna there's probably gonna be like three points difference in my like jumanji shape of water reviews but that's the point yeah absolutely yeah Go ahead, Sean. Go ahead, Trevor. You're super frustrated. I, I don't have any. I, I'm done. I'm done with y'all. <laughs> <laughs> You're like that angry? Are you that upset? No, I'm upset because I saw this movie. That's what I'm upset about. And that it's a, it is a phenomenon that like it was worth that it sucked me in and I see what you're talking about because it did pull numbers and people were like, oh, what is this? There's something surprising about this. It's not that it's like good. It's not, it's not trash. And I'm just like, we're talking about it. And I'm like, that's not, that doesn't make something worth talking about. <laughs> no, it, it makes it worth talking about because like, it, you know, this is kind of a... Uh, <laughs> It kind of is like a secondary, like just throw it in December and see if it latches on. And the fact that it did makes it worth it for other productions of the same value. So like, this, is, this is just it's a really interesting things. leech is what is what you're saying. No, it's another it's another in a long line of like what throwing nostalgia products at the wall and seeing what sticks. Yeah. And I agree Usually with Sean. I'm money. probably wrong. I, I probably give more credit to Jumanji. Sean's right because it's a rock nostalgia product. It's successful. I, yeah, I mean, obvi- obviously, like, I mean, I, you can't imagine mounting this without like a big hulking person, right? No, well, I mean, someone, someone who's gonna draw. I, I mean, I still want the original uh, guys. I, I, I want you to like appreciate fucking the original Jumanji because like that shit you know is what? dark. No, fuck you. What I appreciate about <laughs> Jumanji is the animated series that was ugly as hell and nobody else remembers. 
I, I did not know there was an animated series. Yeah, see, no one else remembers. I'm, I'm nostalgic for that, I, and I'm, no one cares because it's just I'm Robin sorry, Williams' main tent movie. That I'm not and this nostalgic. movie. Okay, okay. <laughs> I'm really sorry, and I don't People, remember the same things you remember from your no, childhood. It's, it's okay. <laughs> Let's go ahead and put some scores on this before people kill me. <laughs> I'm just acting out. <laughs> Sean, can you give me a score for Jumanji? <laughs> Jumanji. All right, let's do this thing. What did I? What did I give Shape of Water? Like a seven point five. Okay. Yeah. Ah, oh, fucking a. <laughs> like how it, that's like a, we gotta make sure we're not in the same realm. I gotta be enough distance from Shape of Water to keep my credibility. <laughs> it's totally true. That does say something about this movie. <laughs> oh, all right. Um. You know, I'll, I'll give it. I'll give it like a six and a half. Um, you know, and, and I thought it, I thought it was good. You know, it was it was fine. Like it, it was a lot of fun, and I I probably go. I, li- I literally will probably go watch this movie again like next weekend uh, because it's a fun time. And you can bring people to it, and everyone's gonna have a good time. Like it's you know it's, it's popcorn, man. Like and you need like a good popcorn movie to bring people to sometimes, um, and it's kind of fun. <laughs> and it just it appeals to so many more people than you know than Shape of Water does, but. I guess that's the reason that this movie is like made what five hundred and fifty something million dollars, and Shape of Water was made you know twenty twenty one million dollars. <laughs> it's just oh, how it's these made, things work. Uh, Shape was made for twenty one million. Um. <laughs> yeah, but I think it's it's just made its money back. I think at this point. Uh, uh, okay, Trevor, you go ahead and give me your score while I look up the Shape of Water. <laughs> I was bored and I barely remember it. I'm giving it a four. Ooh, thoughty. <laughs> well, the only thing I can say is that I did enjoy this movie more than Star Wars. Um, <laughs> That's why we're here. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I do think that like you have a well put to, you have it's not okay. Um, <laughs> it's not well put together, but it is. It's got. That's why I gave it a four, not a three. It's like it's reasonably well written. Like they got yeah. their three act structure in there. You know, it's, they got their three act structure. They got their character digressions. They got everything set up. It falls apart at the end, but in the meantime, it's a really well put together family junk food movie. And I think that's the exact word, junk food. Yeah, and there's I some good, there's some funny it, moments. You know, I, I laughed a couple times. As a family movie, I recommend it over fucking Star Wars. I do so. Fuck that. So I agree with Sean, 6.5. All right. Killing it. (laughs) I think that was like probably the most frustrating moment for Trevor in the history of MGP. Is the fact that like, oh my God, this score. I'm just trying to help you deal with your anger, man. You're like, you're misdirecting it. I'm not not misdirecting it. You're not misdirecting it. You're directing it like towards something that's productive. And I just, I don't know. No, okay, all right, all right. Word this out with me here. Come on, let's go. I don't, I don't want to talk about it anymore. Oh my god, stop <laughs> acting like that. Don't like, don't, don't jizz me and then not like talk about it. Your enjoyment of Jumanji is totally related to your not enjoyment of Star Wars specifically, not any no, other film specifically. My Star Wars. Jumanji is related to the fact that I went with my girlfriend. We laughed her fucking ass off. It's not a, it's not a capable movie, but I had a fucking great time in it. And that's the difference. I did have a fucking good time at Jumanji. It's yeah. not super capable, but it's not trying to do the same fucking 
thing that Star Wars is. There are different levels to which things are trying to think. Star Wars is trying to aspire me and fails utterly, whereas Jumanji does exactly the fucking thing that it sets out to do. And in that level, it is a fucking more successful movie. I know it shoots for the mud, but at least it fucking hits it. <laughs> and it yeah. has nothing to do with Star Wars. It has the fact that, like, I actually, I don't know. Man. Well, I, I agree with Jack, and I, I like Star Wars. <laughs> the movie game podcast. <laughs> oh, fuck me. Gives... Jumanji, a 5.5 out of 10. Hell yeah. Welcome to the jungle, motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> I want to play the gun. I, we may get a takedown strike, but I might just play Guns N' Roses over the end of this. <laughs> if they can appropriate the title, I can appropriate the song. <laughs> oh, my God. From everyone I'm pretty sure they paid the- Guns N' Roses, but continue, sorry. Okay, I'm sure they did, too. All right, thank you, legal counsel. <laughs> This has been Sean Solis, sponsored by Carl's Jr. (laughs) Oh my god. (laughs) Thanks, guys. (laughs) I'm not not actually. No, we're not going. God help us if ever, like, one day either anyone runs for office and this, like, comes up. (laughs) Also, today has been Trevor Flynn. My Drink Dosekis, my friends. <laughs> what? I don't know. I'm just doing a bit. Okay, all right. I, I love you, Jeremy. Jeremy. Sorry. <laughs> and I've been your host, Jack Newman. If you want to head on over to TuskenShed.com, you can look at all the other number of ways to help support us, including going to the TuskenShed.com backslash support us. You can also go and check out all our other podcasts, head on over to Twitter, Facebook, give us likes, tweets, tell us what you know. If you agree with Trevor and you think that me and Sean are crazy, head on over to Twitter and let us know. I'm sure at least one person will. Um, <laughs> I don't think you're crazy. I think you're easy. Total difference. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> okay. Uh, if you also want to, you can check out all other podcasts, including Animania, which we're going to go record right after this, Geek Space Nine, Live Long and Discover, A Feast for Bros, and, of course, coming this fall, coming this uh, February, the Pen and Paper Pod. So go check out all of the other ones. From everyone here at the Tuscan Shed Media Network and the Movie Gang Podcast, thanks for listening. 